Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. Speaking of traveling the world, we're currently in Tacloban, Lete, in the central Philippines. I actually took a bus and then a ferry to get here from Manila. So a little bit tired because I've been on buses and ferries for the last few days. Uh, but in the midst of uh, these travels, I'm actually going to be doing my TEDx talk. It's my first TEDx talk um, in my life. And I'm going to be talking all about becoming a digital nomad, inspiring people from around the world to also live this amazing digital nomad lifestyle. And we, of course, we do that through our podcast series, too, and our virtual summit. We have a virtual summit annually. It happens at the end of November. So make sure you check that out, um, where we bring in top digital nomads around the world, teach others how to make money online, too. Uh, and we're doing a podcast series where we love interviewing fellow world travelers, fellow authors, fellow Canadians. And I have an amazing connect on the show. Her name is Jan Moore. She's not too far from where I'm originally, Vancouver, BC, Canada. She's actually on an island off the coast of Vancouver called Gabriola, really beautiful area of uh, the province of British Columbia. And Jan uh, is the founder of Work on Your Own Terms. That is right, Work on Your Own Terms. And uh, she has a big passion for helping people reinvent midlife. Uh, so uh, she does coaching. She has a great book. And uh, we'll be talking about her mission to help women work on their own terms. So super excited to get Jan on the show. Jan, how are you doing over there in Gabriola <laughs> Island today? Great. Thank you for having me, Ricky. I'm really excited to be here. It's exciting to have you on. Uh, for me, it's late at night. For you, it's early in the morning. But hey, through the miracle <laughs> of technology, we're connecting here. Uh, Jan, um, what we like to do to start off a show is not just do the bio. We want to get to know our guest stories. So you have an amazing story. Why don't you share a quick synopsis, like a two-minute version of your life story? I know that's hard to do, but like, I'll, give, I'll give you like two to three minutes. So why don't you share a little bit of yourself, what you did for work, and how you got so passionate about this area of travel and help you inspire others? Uh, well, I, I have to put the blame or the gratitude on my parents. When I was 13 years old, they took me to Expo 67 in Montreal. Oh, yes. And that is where I had my first passport. It wasn't a real passport, but it was a passport that took me to all the different countries that were represented at Expo. And that's what kind of started that my uh, interest in travel and other cultures. And then when I was 17, my French class did fundraising so that we could go to Paris. <laughs> so as, as a 17 year old, first time on her own, no parental supervision, Paris was awesome. I totally fell in love with it. And that saying, once they've seen Paris, you can't keep them on, on the farm is so true. So that all I wanted to do was travel, but I went into journalism school straight out of high school, but I still had that itchy travel bug. So I got a job, full-time job as a library assistant, saved money, ate a lot of peanut butter and jam sandwiches <laughs> until I saved $3,500 and I backpacked through Europe for a year. And it was totally transformational for me. It was amazing. And so I haven't really wanted to stop since then. Awesome. Yeah. You know, as they say, once you get bitten by the travel bug, there is no cure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, for sure. 
Yeah, I've definitely been bitten as well. And, uh, you know, I de- uh, on a mission as well, similarly to you, to help inspire others to travel. Um, so why don't you find out more about uh, the business and your mission? So you have an amazing mission, um, you know, a work, um, mission and a website, work on your own terms. Tell us about uh, how did you get to a place where you can work on your own terms yourself? And then what made you also help others to get to that place too? So I was a career counselor and workshop facilitator for 20 plus years, Um, loving my job until um, the government changed the rules (laughs) and and made it too much about statistics rather than helping people fulfill their dream careers and finding work that they were really interested in that matched their interests and values. So that is when I wrote a book because I knew I had to leave that environment. So I launched into self-employment by writing my book, which is Work on Your Own Terms. And I I launched it (laughs) while I was traveling in my RV with my husband and dog. We were in California. I had assistance with the technology because technology is not my strong suit. And so we launched it there. And then I flew in my shorts and winter boots to Calgary from Palm Springs to Calgary in February. (laughs) I do not recommend that. (laughs) And that's how the book was launched at a book talk uh, for several uh, self-published authors. We launched it together. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Tell us about the book itself. Like uh, what is the content of the book and uh, tell us a little bit more about it. It's, it's actually to work, uh, to work, uh, walk people, women through midlife career change and really exploring a self-employment and their passions and interests, because if they have not been able to fulfill it in the job market themselves, I'm, I'm preparing people for uh, post-retirement careers because really retirement, it doesn't really exist any longer in the old traditional sense of retirement. We're, we're going to continue working. Mm, yeah, and uh, I mean, of course, it makes sense to not just work, but work at something that you love, right? Like a passion. Exactly. <laughs> when, when it's a passion, it doesn't feel like work. Like for me, I'm just like passion, passion, passion. Like even though it's like midnight, I'm just like, man, I love doing it. So I'm, I'm doing it out of love yeah. and passion and uh, the money is secondary. But, um, you know, like uh, the, this is kind of what you're teaching too, right? Work on your own terms mm-hmm. and uh, following your passion, following your dreams and uh, figuring out the career that is best suited for you in terms of your personality, your skills, your passions, your interests, your loves, your hobbies mm-hmm. uh, and more. So um, uh, how do people get to that place where they can work on their terms? Because I don't think um, most people are not. Most people are stuck in traffic. Most people are working at jobs they hate. Most people hate Mondays and they love Fridays. So how do we switch that around so they love every day? So I help, I help people really look at what their values are. I always start with values. Um, the, the, you know, do what you love, the money will follow. Hopefully that follows eventually. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't always think of work and career as paid employment either. I think it, it, it's kind of your mission here on earth. What are you here to actually accomplish? And that's tapping into your own passion, your interests, and your values. You can develop the skills 
if you have an interest, a strong interest in something. Okay, so um, you start with your values. Um, and then what are the other key ingredients to finding that dream career? Uh, well, what I'm suggesting, actually, I'll just narrow it down because it, um, there's, there's too much to accomplish right now, uh, too much content to go through right now. So I wanted to just zero in on three keys or, or tips that can help women live and work on their own terms. And since we're focused on the travel piece, that's why I thought I'd, I'd pull out this segment. And I live on the island of the arts. So I'm going to start with the first tip, which is to explore your creativity. I want women to be able to use their creativity to find their voice and express it. That's actually my mission in life is to help women express themselves. Because often in, in careers, that's somewhat suppressed because you have to follow the rules of the organization. So I'm suggesting things like uh, uh, if you like writing, keeping a journal, writing a blog, like I did write a book, but you might want to start just with articles. If your interest is photography, uh, there's a woman from Victoria who went on a search for beauty with her camera. She travels in an RV with her husband and dogs. And she's now making a living out of her photography. She travels the world doing that. Uh, she wasn't an excellent photographer to begin with, so, but she went on that path following her passion. You could paint or sketch uh, the world you see around you. You could make jewelry or sculptures out of found objects. So I'm finding that a lot of women who didn't have um, the opportunity to use their creative expression when they were in the workforce or raising a family are now able to do that once the kids have left home and perhaps they've already retired. But I suggest that you start prior to retirement so that you can transition more smoothly. Uh, the second tip is entrepreneurship. Uh, try your hand at self-employment uh, see if you can uh, make an income uh, from your creativity. Uh, you even might want to import other people's products made by women's fair trade uh, from a, a fair trade co-op. You could perhaps sell your photos, your writing, your paintings, your artwork, or your jewelry. Uh, because I live on the island of the arts, that's what a, a lot of the women here are self-employed using creative expression. And those are some of the areas they're um, working in. And the third tip is, and this is where the travel comes in, is travel to a country that costs you less than staying at home. Because Thailand in particular mm -hmm. is one mm -hmm. of the most affordable ones. And that will give you time to explore your creativity and entrepreneurship. Because if you launch in a country like Canada, it might eat up more of your monthly income than you're initially bringing in because self-employment doesn't happen overnight. You're not going to generate an income right off the bat, usually. Uh, so one of the things you could do too is house sit or house swap. 
You can also teach English while you're traveling to kind of supplement your income and you can you can work part time. You don't have to work full time. Um, you could travel in an RV like we did, like Anne McKinnell does. So the reason I really promote travel is because you can combine these areas together. It just makes it much more affordable. And Ricky, can, maybe you can speak to that too. I can certainly speak to that. Uh, that's exactly what I coach people on. I coach people on how to be digital nomads and how to work in, uh, online and then travel as well, and especially with families, doing it with three young kids. Um, so in terms of what your point is, uh, I love point number three about living, working, and traveling through cheaper parts of the world. Um, you know, a lot of audience might be in like North America, Canada, the U.S. They might be in Europe, Australia, New Zealand. Well, that's not the cheaper part of the world. <laughs> the cheaper parts of the world include like Central America, South America, Africa, and Southeast Asia. So I happen to be doing this interview here in the Philippines. And the Philippines is very comparable to Thailand, actually. And uh, the Philippines has the added advantage that everyone speaks English. Um, you know, in most of Southeast Asia, mm -hmm. they, they speak Thai or Vietnamese or Lao or Cambodian or Malay, um, you know, Indonesian. Malaysian, Singaporean, uh, they speak English because there was a British Commonwealth. Um, the Philippines was um, colonized by England and then America. So everyone here speaks perfect English and it's cheap to live. So what I teach, uh, Jan, and for everyone listening and watching here is I teach there's three things. You can make money, like you can make money online and you're basically making dollars and you're spending dollars. So if you're making dollars and you're spending dollars, it's going to be hard to find that balance because it's quite expensive to live in like Europe, um, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, US, it's expensive cost of living. And if you're making dollars, you're spending it. Um, if you're living in a place like uh, Philippines, where it's pesos, uh, you're making pesos locally and you don't make a lot of pesos and you spend it. So for me, the optimal is you make dollars and you spend pesos because you're making dollars, which is a very strong currency and you're spending pesos. So in terms of conversion at all, you can literally live like a king or a queen. So uh, we're able to live quite comfortably here in the Philippines. Uh, you know, I'm actually in a hotel here. It's only costing me uh, 20 US dollars a night uh, and I get a room air conditioned with a washroom. It's like 20 bucks a night. So back in Canada, 20 bucks, I could maybe get a shoebox somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I could certainly not get a hotel fund in like 60, 60, 70, 80 bucks would be like yeah. a really crappy motel with like uh, cockroaches and maybe bed bugs. So <laughs> to get like an air conditioned room, you know, like uh, with your private washroom for 20 bucks, it's a steal. Um, so yeah, we're in the same, we're in the same uh, um, kindred spirits that Jan. Yeah, um, what I really want to emphasize is don't delay it. D um, I, I, I'm speaking to baby boomers in particular. M my husband now has health issues that are kind of curtailing our travels somewhat because of that. Um, otherwise, we'd be out traveling abroad right now. We're traveling more locally now. We do have an RV, which we bought initially because we want to travel with our dog. He's since passed on. He was 15. Uh, and, and we love that. We love traveling in the RV. However, I would 
like now to go to Thailand and, and perhaps back to Spain and other countries. Uh, the other reason I want to promote traveling abroad actually is really because um, this world has a lot of issues in it. Uh, uh, um, a lot of discontent between cultures. I think travel is the best way to, to help create world peace. You get to make friends around the world. You get to understand and appreciate other cultures more when you actually go and experience them. That was the best education for me uh, as a teenager. And then when I backpacked in my 20s, that just opened up the whole world to me. I loved uh, being immersed in other cultures. And I prefer slow travel. I would stay in one spot for several weeks or months at a time, and then just go, you know, take a bus or, or a, a train, sometimes a ferry to different areas so that I could explore them and as, as a day trip. I met so many people on my travels. And I just, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, travel is life-changing. I love how you put it too, that travel can lead to world peace. I'm actually speaking in the TEDx talk and the theme is utopia. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Ah. Travel will lead to utopia. So you kind of read my mind there as a, a perfect segue. So thank you for that. <laughs> so um, any kind of closing thoughts on the subject? Because it's obviously a, a huge topic, uh, you know, in terms of like monetizing your passion, following your dreams, working on your own terms. You have a lot of content on your, your blog your website, your book, um, you know, your social media, etc. cetera. Uh, what, any final piece of advice for people watching and listening here or from around the world? Don't delay. If you uh, have a passion project to work on that you can work on while you travel or prior to traveling and then just do it. There's never, you know, a perfect moment. You just have to go for it. Well said, Jan. Well said. I totally agree for you. There'll never be the right timing. You'll never have enough money. You just got to do it and you'll figure it out as you go. Right. And you've mentioned things like house sitting. Um, you can do uh, like travel sponsorships through a blog, make money online, teaching English, uh, being a coach like you are doing. Um, so speaking of coaching, you actually coach people on the subject of um, uh, reinventing midlife by working on their own terms. Uh, tell us about some of the services you offer your clients, Jan. Uh, well, I offer live workshops at Royal Roads University in Victoria, and then I have an online course called Save and Make Money While You Travel. That's my online version that people can do from anywhere in the world, and I, I coach you through the program, and at the end, we have a discussion about your travel plan. Beautiful. Love it. So what is your website, social media, and how can they connect with you and find out more, Jan? My website is the same title as my book, which is workonyourownterms.com. What a great URL. I love it. It's so easy to say, so easy to remember. Workonyourownterms.com. So Jan, uh, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for inspiring our audience to also work on their own terms and travel the world. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much, Ricky. I really enjoyed this.
Me and as well. hopefully we're going to meet face to face one day, Ricky. <laughs> we will. We will. We will In certainly person, do that. I mean. <laughs> yes. No, we will. Uh, yeah. Like technically this is face to face through Zoom, but <laughs> yeah. literally physically, like we can yeah. high five each other. We can exactly. We can trade the books uh, physically with each other, get each other signing it. And of course, take a, a selfie together, right? Yes. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, Ricky. <laughs> You're welcome. And uh, thanks everyone for tuning into this episode. Uh, make sure you connect with Jan. Um, you know, once again, her website's work on your own terms. Make sure you connect with us as well. We're daddyblogger.com. And if you're interested in being a digital nomad, make sure you uh, check out our summit happening at the end of November. And we'll catch up with you guys on the next episode.